Welcome! Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Daniel Kay, the host of the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast, the podcast in which I, Daniel Kay, play video games. Oh man. Can you hear that? Someone's rocking out in their car. Oh no, wait, they're just listening to like a CD or the radio or something. I thought they had a whole like electrical guitar and amps and a drummer in the, in the car with them. What a cool bunch. Oh, they did a really loud whistle too. They stopped at the lights. Wow, listen to that. Anyway, <laughs> hi everyone. It's 9.21 on a Saturday night. Uh, I'm in Subiaco under my big uh, ghost gum. Ah, it's like a dingy old ute. Anyway, uh, yeah, at the back of this multi-faith center, uh, I've just got... Uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of time to myself. I figured I'd at least start recording some Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke for you. Uh, so here I am, sitting around out in the open. I'm going to hit the start button on my Game Boy after I've turned up the volume, of course. Uh, the, our, our cool rocking friend has driven off, off to entertain some some other uh, some other people recording podcasts with their rock music. Um, yeah, hey, I haven't done a Daniel K. Recommends in a while, have I? Is now the time to do it? On the topic of music, I think I might recommend... What's his name? Ah... Uh, Ed? Joe? Hang on. Uh, there's this Canadian musician who died in 1981. He died in a fire on an airplane. Uh, but he released three albums before he died, and it's, it's like Canadian folk music about like sea, the sea and boats and stuff. What's his name? But it's amazing. Oh, he was such a cool-sounding guy. Um, Between the Breaks is the album that I recommend. It's his one live album, and it's a, an incredible album, yeah. Um, fuck. You know what, listeners? I think I'm going to let ed- editor Daniel handle this. Uh, this Daniel K recommends. It's a damn tough life, full of toil and strife. We weathermen undergo, and we don't give a damn when the gale is done. How hard the winds did blow. Cause we're homeward bound from the Arctic ground with a good ship taut and free. And we won't give a damn when we drink our rum with the girls of old Maui. Rolling down to old Maui, me boys, rolling down to old Maui. We're homeward bound from the Arctic round. <coughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Daniel Kay, the editor of this podcast. Stan Rogers is the uh, Canadian folk musician I was thinking of. And he died in 1983, not 81. But he did die in a fire on an aeroplane. Um, yeah. This is... Uh, what is this? Da, 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 da. Rolling down to old Maui. Sorry, it's really hard. I'm reading that off the, the spinning record, which is playing currently. Yeah. Um, I have this on vinyl, as you can tell. I thought I'd just stick it on and record this little editor's segment live in front of it. Uh, and maybe just skip around and show you a couple highlights. Um, I won't make this too painful for you. It won't be too long. But yeah, I really recommend you check out Stan Rogers. Uh, 
pretty much his live album, Between the Breaks Live, which I think is from 1981 or 1980 or whatever, is his absolute peak. Uh, oh, hang on, this is a good bit. What can we for that sound? A living gale is after us. Thank God we're homeward bound. Rolling down to old... Holy shit, a living gale is after them. Fucking hell. That's dramatic, isn't it? And listen to his voice. Oh, it's so deep and sexy. It's like a plank of fucking wood. Yeah, man. Um, uh, This was the first song of his I ever heard. Hang on a second. There we are. I'm just going to flip the record over and... Give you a blast of the first song on the album, which is also amazing. It's called "The Witch of the West Mareland," and it has uh, a beautiful build and a climax and a gorgeous sound throughout. Pretty much every song on here is great. You should check out "Between the Breaks" by Stan Rogers. Uh, Mary Ellen Carter is another one I wouldn't mind playing a little bit of. Uh, so this is the 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 Witch of the West Mareland. Skip to the end. There's a really good little build up at the end. Hang on. Is this it? No. Oh. Where are we? Here we are. There we are. Here it comes. get the point he's a folk musician but his his voice is like jesus christ oh man i need to i need to go get some checks after listening to that um there's one other little interesting curiosity i wanted to mention on this uh on this album uh copyright 1979 there's a song on the b-side the first song in the b-side called the white collar holler about a guy who works as a computer programmer and i just thought it's funny that i have this record from 1979 and it's like an ironic it's like a folk music it's almost like a workman's chant he's going you know like hey oh i'm working really hard all day you know uh typing in the code at the computer and uh, da, 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 all my dreams away and stuff like that from 1970 fucking nine did you know that irony existed back then it's not just a modern thing and computers they had them oh my god a xerox line Whatever the hell that is. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Back to the episode, huh? That was just the old Daniel K recommends. I'm not going to do the Daniel K recommends uh, theme song. Me basically dying on a banjo uh, after having played that. Because, yeah, this is some of my favorite music. Um, 
One or two other songs on all his other albums are pretty good, but that's really the solid gold Stan Rogers pick. And that's my recommendation between the breaks. Thank you, listeners. Back to the show. Okay, cool. Thanks, Editor Daniel, for that. Daniel K recommends. All right, now on with the actual gameplay. I've got uh, my Pokemon Blue cartridge stuck in the back of my Game Boy Color here. And uh, I'm going to hit the Start button. And uh, I'm going to go continue the game. Player Daniel, badges 3, Pokedex 17. Time, 21 hours and 51 minutes played. And, oh, shit. Here we are. I forgot where we were. Oh, my gosh. Town map, Route 7, yeah. So we just skipped a whole bunch of area, like, looking for Pokemon, pretty much. And we were just foiled here on Route 7. Stepped into the grass and we found a Pidgey. It was a double up and we didn't catch it. So let's uh, let's go back a bit. Uh, let's find the entrance to this tunnel. Here's the entrance to the tunnel. I'm just entering it. Now I'm walking through the tunnel. Now I'm exiting the tunnel. And now... Oh, shit! Fucking hell! I've just stepped in front of a guy who's a trainer who's going to fight me. I'm here on route... uh, Whatever this is. Route 8, I think. Uh, Where I I failed to catch another Pokemon because it was a Meowth that time. But yeah, there's some trainers which I haven't fought on this route. I might as well start, uh, start fighting them. Uh, this trainer is a little bald guy with a black tunic. He says, all right, let's roll the dice. Oh, it's another gambler. We're fighting a gambler, listeners. Uh-huh. Three Pokemon, and they are... A Poliwag. Okay, who have I got in first position? Keith and Andy. Perfect. Okay, cut to when the Poliwag's dead, listeners. Bang, dead in one. Super effective. Well done, Keith and Andy. Uh, Keith and Andy gain experience... And now they're going to use another Poliwag. So I cut to when this one's dead. Oh, shit, it hypnotized me. Okay, cool. Dead in one. Super effective. Great. Good job, Keith and Andy. Man, that thing got me asleep twice in a row. And that went forever, listeners. But you guys, you're lucky. You missed out. About to use Poliwhirl. That's the evolved form of Poliwag, isn't it? Let's let's swap Keith and Andy out for Mr. Thornton and the Meowth with electric powers. Ooh, what a big, scary-looking Pokemon. You the eyes, bulbous round eyes on the top of its head. A big white belly with a spiral on it and, like, white boxing gloves for hands and little paddles for legs. Thunderbolt it. Mr. Thorne used Thunderbolt. Flash, flash, flash. We're thunderbolting it. And it is... It is... Dead. Critical hit. Super effective. Dead in one. Mr. Thornton gained experience. Daniel defeated the gambler. The gambler says, Oh, drat. I came up short. Daniel got a whole ton of money for winning. Let's speak to this person. Oh, Lady Luck's not with me today. Okay, so let's uh, let's put someone else out front. Let's put um, let's put Constantine out front. And now let's uh, let's just backtrack along this route uh, to where it was that we were gonna. Oh no, hang on! Right next to this gambler, there's another guy. I think I'm gonna just get into a fight with this other guy. A police car, listeners. Yeah, next to the gambler is this other guy. Let's fight this other guy. This other guy has seen me. An exclamation point has appeared above his head because he's seen me. Dun-dun. Hey, you look good at Pokemon, but how's your chem? How's my what? My chem? I don't know what that means. Super Nerd wants to fight. Super Nerd has four Pokemon. And the first one is a... A Voltorb. Okay, cool. And it is... Ugh, that's Sprite again. Dead, yeah. Um, listeners, I gotta say, the sprite looks much weirder here, like on my Game Boy, than it does in the thumbnail of the last episode. I think something about the desaturated colour 
and the slightly off tone of the background which the sprite sits against makes it even harder to figure out what's going on. It's a real weird sprite, real ugly and weird. Anyway, Constantine gain experience, Super Nerd is about to use coughing. I'll keep, uh, I'll keep Constantine out because Psychic is strong against uh, a poison. Uh, and uh, I cut to when it's dead. Oh, he's dead, sorry. Uh, Super Nerd's about to use Voltor, pull down on Change one. Yeah, let's send out Johnny Five. And we'll cut to when it's dead. Got a critical hit, dead in one, Johnny Five. Put it on a shirt. Super Nerd is about to use Magnemite, so let's keep Johnny Five out and I'll cut to when it's dead. Yeah, critical hit, dead in one, Johnny Five. Put it on a shirt. Johnny Five gained experience and Donald defeated the Super Nerd. Oh, Jesus. Don't know what that was. Anyway, the super nerd says, Ow! Meltdown! I wonder if, yeah, the super nerd must be some kind of chemical or nuclear-themed nerd, because he's talking about chem and meltdown. Then I got 500 bucks for winning. Let's see what else they have to say. I am better at school than this. Okay, chemistry. Maybe the meltdown is like a, you know, the kind of nervous breakdown you have when you try too hard at school. That's so why I, uh, I, I took the, the I made the smart decision to not try very hard at school at all, and I've managed to avoid mental breakdown so far. Um, oh shit, Jesus Christ! There's like I, I've walked uh, down east along the path back to where this route begins, because I thought I'd just like start over, you know, and take this route like I should have instead of taking the big shortcut which I took to get Pokemon. Uh, and there's a whole ton of trainers up there. There's like four in a row. So let's just go back down to the shortcut. Uh, Pokemon. Keith and Andy use cut. We cut through the little plant. And, uh, we'll walk around this long grass and we'll cut through the second little plant. Pokemon. Keith and Andy use cut. Done. And we walk back down here. Alright, and now I'm standing in front of that one woman who I fought. Uh, who had the, what, the Jigglypuffs? Or the Clefairies? Who put me to sleep really frustratingly. Okay, and uh, let's let's officially start the episode now, listeners. We're, we've backtracked to where we should really have been starting this this route if I hadn't gone on that wild Pokemon chase. Okay, so in front of this woman, there's another guy who looks like a, a gambler, a black tunic, a red belt, a bald head. Let's step in front of him. I am a rambling, gambling dude. <laughs> You're pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's that's a nice thing to say. Gambler wants to fight. They have two Pokemon, and the first one is a... A Growlithe. A fiery dog-type Pokemon. Go Constantine. I think uh, it's level 24, I'm level 27. A Confusion will probably sort this sort this Growlithe out. Surely. No! Okay. Nope. It'll need a second Confusion. And it is... Administered, and the Growlithe is dead. Constantine gained experience. Gambler's about to use Vulpix. Oh, I could have had a Vulpix. Yeah, let's send out Sarah. Gambler sent out Vulpix. Constantine and I've come back. Go Sarah. It's level 24. I'm level 33. I'm going to use Water Gun. Oh, quick attack. What a feisty fox. Only did uh, 3 damage to me. Out of my 116 health points. Ah, oh, it's super effective, but didn't kill it outright. That's really pathetic, Sarah. Use a second water gun, please. Sarah's attack missed! Sarah, what are you doing? Oh, Vulpix used Ember. Water gun. 
And finally, the Vulpix is defeated. Critical hit, super effective. Sarah gained experience, and Daniel defeated the Gambler, and the Gambler says... Ah, missed the big score. Daniel got a whole ton of money for winning. Let's speak to the Gambler again. Gambling and Pokemon are like eating peanuts. You just can't stop. Yeah. Alright. After that poor... uh, After that poor form from Sarah... I think I'm going to... I think I am going to take this opportunity, listeners, to teach her Dig. Let's go back through our TMs. Let's find Dig. Bubble Beam. No, not Bubble Beam. Although Bubble Beam is, I think, stronger than Water Gun. So I could, like, erase Water Gun and teach her Bubble Beam. But then I think also I could teach Bubble Beam to some other Pokemon too. So I'm going to hold on to it. Sarah can keep uh, Water Gun for now. Teach Bubble Beam to a Pokemon? No. TM45, maybe? Thunder Wave? Nope. TM28. It contains Dig. Here we are. Teach Dig to a Pokemon? Yes. Uh, Johnny Five is able. Cabbage is able. Where's Sarah? Sarah's not able. Sarah is not compatible with Dig. Shit, fuck listeners. No, 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 no. Really? Uh, You know what it is? Oh, that's so upsetting. You know what it is? Fuck. You know what it is? It's, um... Because she's a Nido Queen and not a Nidorina. A Nidorina, when I checked, Nidorina could learn Dig. But now she's a Nido Queen, she can't learn Dig. Is that right? Have I got that right? <coughs> that's so irritating. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh, okay. Well, goddamn. Sarah can't learn Dig. You know what I'm going to do? I've got another TM here, which is Body Slam. I don't think... I think Sarah's missed the opportunity to learn Body Slam. Like, she's not going to learn it now. Uh, It's naturally a move that she can learn, but I evolved her too late to learn Body Slam. So let's just teach it to her with the TM. Here we are, TM08, Body Slam. Teach Body Slam to a Pokemon? Yes. Teach it to Sarah. Sarah's trying to learn Body Slam... But Sarah can't learn more than four moves. Wait, Body Slam isn't the one which has, like, a knockback effect, is it? Like, is it Sarah going to be hurting herself when she hurts other people? I hope not. Delete an older room to make room for Body Slam? Yeah. Which move? Growl, Water Gun, Scratch, or Poison Sting? Let's get rid of Growl. Poof! Sarah forgot Growl. She learned Body Slam. (sighs) And I'm going to put Sarah out front. To see if we do get like knocked back when we use body slam and take a little bit of damage from it, which would really suck. Ah, oh, I'm so pissed off at this game, this dumb, dumb game with its stupid idiot rules like that. All right, so I've walked along the path and I've come up north. I'm walking along like a cycle path, and there's a guy here up uh, up the top of the path. Uh, he's standing basically on a corner which bends around to the left. So let's just step in front of him. Ah, oh, it's a trainer. He says, hey, you need strategy to win at this. I think he's talking about Pokemon Blue, doing a Nuzlocke of Pokemon Blue. Yeah, I agree. You do need strategy. Like teaching your Nidorina dig before it evolves into Nidoqueen. I'm going to have egg all over my face if it turns out I just, um, like I was wrong about Sarah being able to learn dig from the start. But I'm pretty sure I checked. Like I, I checked when I got dig and Sarah could learn it. Um, man. Super Nerd wants to fight. Super Nerd sent out Grimer. Oh, hello, Grimer. 
You're a poison type Pokemon, aren't you? Go, Sarah. Fight. Body Slam. Sarah used Body Slam. It's a level 22 Grimer, and it is critical hit dead in one. Beautiful. What a good, what a good start to my relationship with Body Slamming. Um, Super Nerd is about to use Muck. Will Daniel change Pokemon? No! Ah, oh, goddamn mozzies. Jesus. Alright. Hey, this the uh, the Nido Queen sprite from behind and the Muck sprite from the front, they look remarkably similar, listeners. There's big piles of goo. Fight. Body slam. Sarah used body slam. Uh, not dead in one, no. Enemy Muck used disable, but it failed. Okay, and I didn't get any blowback from that, which is wonderful. Uh, let's not use body slam. Let's use scratch. We'll finish it off with a scratch. It's only got, like... A third. Oh shit! I've got to do a second scratch because the scratch is so weak that even though it was on quite little health, I wasn't able to finish it off. Sarah gained 739 experience. Super Nerd is about to use Grimer. I'll cut to when it's dead. Oh cool! It didn't kill Grimer, but it did paralyze it. Enemy Grimer used Disable, but it failed. Fight. Scratch. Sarah used Scratch. Grimer's dead. Done. I defeated the super nerd. Oh, cool! Sarah grew to level 34. Then I'll defeat the super nerd. Super nerd says, Oh, it's not logical. Then I'll got a whole bunch of money for winning. The super nerd continues. Go with Grimer first, and and then... Oh, okay, he's reviewing his strategy. Listeners, I'm going to save the game. I'm surrounded by mosquitoes. I'm being eaten alive. My blood is probably being drained out of me as we speak. Somewhere on my body there's a, a, a tiny little proboscis penetrating my skin uh, and sucking out my, my lifeblood, and I don't even know it. I've uh, shooed and slapped away so many mosquitoes that I'm sure that some have made it past without me noticing it. And their analgesic bite is lulling me into a false sense of not being bitten by a mosquito while I'm actually being bitten by a mosquito. There's one right now. So I'm going to need to switch off my Game Boy Color and uh, put it away in my bag and then uh, call this little session over and I'll uh, I'll start playing again right now. Okay, I'm back. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a day later. It's 3.33pm uh, on a Sunday afternoon uh, and it's real sunny and now instead of mosquitoes I'm surrounded by bees and cicadas. Oh, I hope that breeze isn't messing with my microphone. I'm sitting here in exactly the same place, uh, only now the uh, big scary ghost gum is in fact shading me from the sun, which is glaring down on this little this little tranquil patch out the back of a multi-fade center. And uh, yeah, we just fought a guy by the looks of it. We're on uh, kind of an L-shaped bend in the road, a bend in the river. Uh, and we can, well, the road, not the river, sorry about that. Literary reference, but it, it didn't make sense in the context of what I was... Uh, doing in the game. So let's uh, go over to the left here, and I believe we're going to meet up with a whole string of, uh, of Pokemon people who are going to fight me with their Pokemons. So, so, I don't know what that noise was. Anyway, walking along to the left, uh, below me there's this... <laughs> below me! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Judge Judy. <laughs> below me! <laughs> That's great. Judge, Judge, where's the chair that you're sitting on? Below me! Below me! No, that's below me! <laughs> that's a sketch idea. Oh man. That's just, that is, I thought maybe that's only funny in my head. 
but uh, listeners below me there is the area where the long grass was where I took the shortcut through but I haven't taken the shortcut I've gone around and up over the area and I'm walking along a path to the, to the north of the area I'm walking along to the west and uh, here we are yeah there's another bend in the path that goes back down it sort of hugs around this square patch of grass shortcut area uh, uh, yeah in, in the shape of like a, a lowercase n but a really angular one you know kind of like a, a square kind of shape but without the bottom uh, a bottomless square anyway uh, <laughs> that doesn't matter here in the sort of bend of the path which now goes down south there are one two three four pokemon trainers three women and a men and they're all facing in different directions they're all standing in a row some of them are facing east and some are facing west the first one is a woman and she's facing west so i'm gonna loop around and i'm gonna step in front of her who have we got out in front sarah's out front stay out front sarah and we've stepped in front of this top lady i like nidoran so i collect them all fantastic sarah you're gonna wipe the floor with all your little brothers and sisters that's what's gonna happen now um last wants to fight she has two pokemon last sent out nidoran female it's a tiny little female nidoran the progenitor of sarah it's level 23 uh correct me if i'm wrong listeners but by the time sarah was level 23 she was already evolved into a nido queen so what's this poor old nidoran doing going around not being a nido queen uh gonna body slam it listeners sarah use body slam kapow critical hit dead in one Enemy Nidoran fainted. Sarah gained experience. Lass is about to use Nidorina. Oh! Will Dan not change Pokemon? No. Lass is out Nidorina. Oh, I love the, the piggy face of this Pokemon. Level 23. Body slam, Sarah. Not dead. Oh, but paralyzed. May not attack. Nidorina used Tail Whip. What should we do now, listeners? Scratch or Water Gun? A body slam would definitely kill it, but... Um, but we've got limited body slams. We've only got 10 body slams left before we can't body slam anymore. So I guess we'll use water gun. I reckon that's going to be stronger than scratches. Dead. Beautiful. This fight is over. And this battle is over. A must win. How do you think you did? Well, I haven't used this fish so many times. Uh-huh. So I was experimenting a bit. Hmm. I did my best, though. And how did it turn out? I sure did my best. Yes. Okay, but the challenger says he's definitely yes. got this one. Yes. And he believes it. Yes. What about you? Uh, it would be nice. All right. I did my best. Then I'll defeat the last. The last says, why, why? <laughs> She's literally screaming, why? Oh, I've got to get a quick photo of that, listeners. Okay, there we are. Photo taken. Man, I really upset this last by killing her Pokemon. Okay, the next person in the in the queue is a guy. Uh, I've got to... Oh, there's a tiny little spider on me. There's a tiny spider. He's so tall. I'm going to take another photo, listeners. Hang on. Okay, listeners, I just took the photos of the tiny little spider. It was like a little money spider. It was on uh, my thumb, on the knuckle of my thumb. Uh, I held up my thumb to take the photos, and the spider did a weird thing. It, like, it stood up on its front four legs... And then did a little dance with its back legs. I didn't know what it was doing. And then suddenly it just like took off into the air. And it, what it was doing is it was threading out a, a spool of uh, spider silk. And then it, it caught the wind and flew off. I just watched it happen. And I took, I took two photos of the spider before that happened. One was really blurry and out of focus. And the other one was slightly clearer. And the spider's legs, you can see in the photo, are just above my thumb. Because it's just been picked up by the wind. 
the little spool has been picked up by the wind and it's just flying away. It happened so quickly, but I got a photo of it just as it was leaving my thumb. Oh man, spiders are crazy. Aren't spiders crazy? Ah, and now, oh, and now a cabbage moth has come to visit. Or a cabbage white. I learned recently that I've been calling them the wrong thing all my life, and so is everybody in my family. They're not called cabbage moths, they're called cabbage whites. Because they're, they're not a moth, they're a type of butterfly. Like, obviously. Anyway. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, we fought the lass. She said, why, why? Oh, let's talk to the lass one more time before I move on to the next guy. She says, oh, when Pokemon grow up, they get ugly. <laughs> they shouldn't evolve, says this lass. Well, it's a matter of personal opinion. Per- personal opinion. It's true in some cases, yeah. Like the drowsy evolving into the uh, the hypno. That's you could maybe make a case for that being a cute Pokemon turning into an ugly Pokemon. Drowsy is pretty cute with a sort of uh, snort, a snoot for a nose, and then turning into hypno, which is this weird kind of phallic-faced, uh, strangely haired, orange, naked man. Anyway. Uh, let's walk down. Uh, we've done a little loop around to the other side of this row of people. I'm going to fight this guy here next to the lass. Did a little. Let's speed through this this fight. He says school is fun, but so a Pokemon. He has one Pokemon. He's a super nerd, and that one Pokemon is a a coughing. Okay, and it is deceased. Sarah body slammed it twice, and it's dead. Stand on the feet of the super nerd. Okay. He says, Ah, oh, I'll stay with school. Then I've got some money. The super nerd continues. We are stuck here because of the gates at Saffron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the last episode we discovered that as well, listeners, that there's a a police officer who isn't going to let us through, but also we know is thirsty. So maybe if we gave the police officer some water, they'd let us through. I'm going to step down, and instead of walking all the way around this row of people, I'm going to do the smart thing and talk to this person, and she's going to turn around and attack me. She says, Meowth is so cute. Meow, meow, meow. Ah. She's the last. She has three Pokemon. I wonder how many of them are Meowth. Let's uh, let's fast forward through this fight. Her first Pokemon is a Meowth, and it is dead. And her next Pokemon is a Meowth as well, and it is dead as well. I switched to uh, Constantine for this fight from Sarah. So uh, the next Pokemon is a Meowth. Oh, and it is dead. It is dead. So there are all three Meowths. And... Constantine grew to level 28. Beautiful. Then I'll defeat the lass who has this to say. Meow. <laughs> then I'll got some money for winning. As she continues. I think Pidgey and Radata are cute too, but you didn't have any of them, did you? But, you know, whatever. Okay, Sarah is still out front. Maybe let's swap Sarah for Constantine. Constantine can continue his ascension up the levels. Constantine is level 28. I was actually considering... Uh, Emperor Constantine on Twitter who I named Constantine after just shortly after I named Constantine after Constantine uh, Emperor Constantine on Twitter changed his name to Peter which I assume is his real life name so I'm actually kind of tempted to go to uh, Lavender Town where that name rater is and get Constantine's name changed to Peter like I, I, I'll just put that out there listeners uh, Peter, a.k.a. Emperor Constantine, if you're listening and you're down with that, just send me a little tweet saying, yeah, I'm cool with I'm cool with Constantine mirroring my real-life actions and changing his name to Peter. 
Um, and if you're like, no, that's dumb, or you don't care either way, just say nothing and I will do nothing. And Constantine will continue being Constantine. Um, yeah. Anyway, Constantine's out front now, and there's one last person to fight. I've stepped in front of her, I assume it is another lass. She says, we must look silly, standing here like this. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Intimidating, you look intimidating, like you're a whole bunch of people who've got to fight me. Oh my gosh, she's got five Pokemon. Wow. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh no, only five. Last sent out Pidgey to begin with, and it is dead. And now she's about to use Predator, and it is dead. And now she is about to use Nidoran, a male Nidoran, and it is... Some guy shouted something. I don't know what he shouted. Oh, it's dead. Enemy Nidoran fainted, and now she is about to use Meowth, and it is dead. It's just been one confusion for each of these Pokemon so far. There's one Pokemon left, and it is a Pikachu. Oh, well, Dan will change Pokemon. Yes. Listeners, I'm going to change to Cabbage. Let's send out Pikachu. I'm going to send out Cabbage. This is a level 19 Pikachu, a level 17 Cabbage. Let's see how we go using Rock Throw to kill this Pikachu with Cabbage. Cabbage the Bulbasaur. Oops. I meant to say Geodude. Silly me. I got Geodude and Bulbasaur confused again. Anyway, as I was saying, I've only, only got, got Cabbage, cabbage now. Oh, Cabbage is a tech missed. Uh, instead of Mr. Tolly the Pidgeotto, which who I'm leveling up to get a bird move, because I thought maybe I'd run into a new... Um, oh, you tried to use Thundershock, but it didn't affect me. Yeah, I thought I'd run into a new Pokemon to catch, but I haven't run into one, have I, listeners? I just ran into a Pidgey. Uh, I did a rock throw. It took away a third of its health. So slow going, let's do another another rock, sh rock throw. A, a quick attack took away two of my health points. A cabbage's attack missed! Man, cabbage, you need a little bit more accuracy, my friends. Ah, here we are, finally a second rock throw has struck the Pikachu. It's got about a third of its health left, one more rock throw. Enemy Pikachu's another quick attack, and we're down to 38 out of 42 health. Cabbage used rock throw, but cabbage's attack missed! This is poor form. Uh, the Thunder Wave didn't affect me, but this Rock Throw has finally hit the Pikachu, and it is finally fainted. Cabbage gained a bunch of experience, and Daniel defeated... No, Daniel defeated the lass. And she says, Look what you did! Daniel got 285 bucks for winning. And they're all defeated. Let's, let's see what her explanation for them standing in a row is. Saffron's gatekeeper won't let us through. He is so mean. Uh, I guess so they're all bunched up there. Alright. Ah, the path continues down south. Uh, on the right of me now, to the, to the east, there's the tree which I cut down to exit that shortcut area. Uh, to the west, there's another big, like, uh, square of uh, bollards. Uh, just like the kind of shortcut is. And I can enter it. Oh, but it's just like a jump downable ledge in here. I can't go. I can't go up anywhere. It's just this little area which has nothing in it. So just ignore that, listeners. All right, and now we're here, fully over to the west, where there's this gate, which the gatekeeper is not letting anyone through. Uh, and there's these two guys who I already fought. And oh, this is interesting. If I there's the entrance to the tunnel, but if I go past the entrance to the tunnel and around to the right a little bit. There's a sign here, and there's also access to the top of that area where I couldn't go up because there was a jump-downable cliff in there. But it doesn't look like there's anything in the middle. Like, there's two jump-downable cliffs. 
So I can't go up the area, but I can go to the top of it and jump down it, if you see what I mean. And there's a sign here. Let's read the sign. Underground path, Celadon City, Lavender Town. Okay, cool. So, let's jump down this first little cliff and see if there's a hidden item. Here we are in this little area. We're walking around, looking for hidden items on the ground, because surely this must be here for some reason. No. No. It's not. Nope, there's nothing in there. It's just a nothing, a nowhere place, for no reason. Wow, it's not its not very often in this game that there's just a place which exists for no reason. Like, there are no people there doing flavor text, there's no hidden items. It's weird. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's go through the underground tunnel. Here I am in the underground tunnel, I'm walking through the tunnel, and uh, here I am exiting the tunnel, and uh, here I am in route, uh, route whatever it was. Route 7, where that Pidgey really messed me about. Uh, so what's around me? If I walk over to the right, there's the bottom of a big building. Uh, so I've got to go, instead of walking right, I have to go up. Hang on a second, listeners. Alrighty, sorry about that, listeners. I'm back. Alright, uh, where are we? What's going on? Not much time has passed in real life. It's been like two minutes. I just had to... Yeah, quickly move. Um, <laughs> the So where are we? Alright, we're in a little area... There's a couple buildings. There's one building which houses the entrance to the underground tunnel which we just came out of. That's in like the bottom left-hand corner of this area. This area is like a, a clearing in an enormous stretch of impassable trees. Uh, over to the right-hand side, there's a little gateway or some stairs up one of those jump-downable cliffs. Up into like a, another area, sort of in the middle of this clearing. And here there is a building which looks like exits to the right. It's another one of those gateways with maybe someone on the other side going like, hey, I'm really thirsty, I need some water. Um, so let's let's maybe see what happens if we go through here. Yeah, there's a police officer here guarding the way. Let's see what they have to say. Hey, I'm on guard duty. Gee, I'm thirsty though. Oh, wait. There, the road's closed. Okay, so I can't go that way. So to the east of us is that city that everybody wants to get to but can't. To the north of the building, there's a patch of long grass, which I, I tried to find a Pokemon in but failed. It was just a Pidgey. Um, and to the west of the long grass, there's, uh, uh, yeah, an, a, a way to go, a path. So I'm going to walk along this path, listeners. The path suddenly turns here from uh, being a grassy path to being a tiled path. Bricks. Oh, and of course, it leads to, it leads to a city. And there's a Pokemon Center right here. What's this city? Town map, Celadon City. We're in Celadon City. Uh, okay, so it looks like is this a big city? There's a Pokemon Center. There are two, three. There are three just like flavor buildings. I say flavor buildings because it's like there's a there's no way of getting in them. They're, they don't have a door. They're just to make this city look bigger than it is. Then there's this enormous building here. Let's have a look what this building is here on the other side of these flavor, flavor buildings. Celadon Mansion. Okay, cool. And then next to it, there's another big skyscraper, but that has no entrance to it. It's just like another flavor building. Uh, there's the... Ah, it has the supermarket. Let's have a look at it. Find what you need at Celadon Department Store. It's an enormous, great big, tall supermarket in a multi-story complex. There's going to be all kinds of things up there, including an Eevee, I think. Uh, there are people in the street. I'm sure I'll get a chance to talk to all of them. Ah, and down south here, there's a gym. I think it's the plant gym. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, there's no way to get to the gym. It's surrounded by flavor buildings. There's an old lady here by a big patch of water in the middle of the town. 
speak to this old lady. Moan! I blew it all at the slots. I knew I should have cashed in my coins for prizes. Next to it, there's a sign. Pocket Game Corner. The playground for grown-ups. <laughs> okay. Um, we won't go into the casino yet. I think I can get an Abra at the casino. Like, you can get a couple Pokemon at the casino. I wonder how kosher they are in a Nuzlocke. I don't know. But the casino, there's kind of a secret to the casino, listeners, which I figured out. Um, I went to, went on. I once went on holiday to Europe. We went to Germany and we went to the Black Forest and we had a look at some really pretty waterfall in the Black Forest. I remember. Um, and we went to a town. It had lots of cuckoo, cuckoo clocks. I forget what the town was called. Um, this would have been in 2014, I think, or 2013. Uh, but yeah, I remember... I put a Game Boy emulator on my phone, a Game Boy Advance emulator, and I played Pokemon Fire Red as a Nuzlocke when I was in Germany. And I remember spending quite a lot of time in the casino in this town. Um, I think it was I think it was Pokemon Fire Red, like Gen 1 that I was playing, or it was another one of them which has a casino, but I, I don't think so. I think it was this game. Um, yeah, and I figured out that there's kind of something you can do to make the casino just like you know no no problem at all and then you can get as much money as you want you can you can buy whatever pokemon you want in the using casino coin tokens but we'll get into that in a later episode maybe all right there's a sign another sign here coins exchange for prizes freeze exchange there's another sign here trainer tips Guard spec protects Pokemon against special attacks such as fire and water. Get your items at Celadon Department Store. Okay, so next to the casino there's the coin exchange. Next to the coin exchange there are two more flavor buildings. Ah, and then there's a cuttable bush over all the way on the east side of town now we are. Looks like maybe I'll, I can cut down that bush and then and then walk all the way around to where I can't get to where the Pokemon gym is. Let's have a Another quick look around. Okay, down south of the casino, there are a whole bunch of buildings here. One or two of them are flavor buildings, but many of them have doors in them. Oh, and there's a Team Rocket guy here. He says, what are you staring at? Or he or she, I can't tell. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of buildings here. Man, there's so much to do in this town. Um, yeah, here, I'm on the other side of the... Uh, oh, a pee-pee up. Daniel found a pee-pee up. I'm on the other side of that little uh, that little bush, which I could chop down. You don't need to chop it down. You can just go around. So you can go the long way, just what I just did. Went down south and around these flavor and, and real buildings, and uh, it was the long way around. So that's just like a little shortcut bush. But down here, there is another bush in the south area, and it looks like yeah, that does lead to where the Pokemon gym is. Um. So listeners, uh, maybe I'll keep this a short episode. I think I'll. Uh, I'll finish up for now. Maybe I'll quickly give one of my Pokemon that PP up before I forget about it. Which, who, who wants a PP up? Maybe Sarah wants her body slam to be PP'd up. I think that's it. Item. She got the HP up as well, didn't she? So it makes sense. We're, we're going to min-max a little bit. We're going to give Sarah... Raise PP of which technique? Body slam. Body slam's PP increased. Done. Uh, cool. So I'll just walk to the Pokemon Center by the entrance to the city and I'll finish the episode. And uh, listeners, you can tune in next time. In the next episode, we'll uh, we'll explore 
we'll explore the town and then maybe we'll go uh, do some gym stuff. Yeah, welcome to Pokemon Center. Okay, you don't need to hear this. Yeah, tune in next time I play Daniel K. Let's play as the Pokemon Blue Nuzlocke Challenge on his Game Boy Color. See you around, listeners. Bye-bye. Or we couldn't leave her there, you see, to crumble into scale. She'd saved our lives so many times, living through the gale. And the laughing drunken rats who left her to a sorry grave. They won't be laughing in another day. And you, to whom adversity has dealt the final blow, with smiling bastards lying to you everywhere you go. Turn to and put out all your strength of arm and heart and brain And like the merry Ellen Carter, rise again Rise again, rise again Though your heart it be broken and life about to end No matter what you've lost, be it a home, a love, a friend Like the merry Ellen Carter, rise again Rise again, rise again Though your heart it be broken or life about to end No matter what you've lost, be it a home, a love, a friend Like the merry Ellen Carter, rise again We'll see you later.